That's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. When it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid amiibo and always bashing on Nintendo. But that's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. Thanks, Retro Fandango. Well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Retro Fandango, episode number 184. Rocket Sauce is here, so we better get started. We can't, we can't have the man waiting for us. There we go. I got him in the comments. Um, why are you so quiet? Is that just on my end? I don't know. I'm speaking the way I normally speak. Okay, well, I'm going to crank you up and let us know out there, all two people watching right now, if uh, Richard is low, if his audio I'll bring the microphone closer to my face. Now I can hear you. That sounds good. Um, let's get to the uh, house cleaning. Cartridge Club is playing Super Mario Galaxy this month. So get your Galaxy on. Fire up that Wii. Or is Galaxy on the Switch now? That was a very popular game. I imagine it was re-released. I hear that Duke just got a Switch, so... You could let us know if it's on there. Yeah, I saw that. <clears throat> you know, you called it back when they released that switch. It was all you, man. It was all you. I called That's it. You sad. nailed it. You said, look, they the Nintendo put out that Wii U, and only their fans bought it. Their hardcore fans bought it. So now they put out that switch, and now all their hardcore fans are not only going to buy it for themselves, but they're going to have switches. Everyone in the family is going to have a switch. Hmm. Everybody's got a switch. You can't just have, you can't you gotta have your own switch. It's not just That's you right. can't go in the living room and play the switch. You gotta play everybody else's switch. So wait, so it. Duke Duke's family already had a switch? His entire family has switches. <laughs> that's what he told me. Well, that's what he told me. I was listening to the podcast today while I was doing some renovations. I was listening to that retro nonsense podcast. And it's like he's talking directly to me. Hmm. I know he's saying stuff to Chris, but he's really talking to me. And he said that uh, he was debating, he was holding out for that Amico, Intellivision Amico thing. Like he, and, and it looks like oh, it's going to, it looks like it's going to. Hey, look at that. We're just talking about you, Duke. Well, there you go. So he was, Duke was saying that it looked like that Amico was going to flop. So he, he decided to buy a Switch. And he was the only one in his family didn't, that didn't have the Switch. So there you go. You called God. it. Man. You called it. That's what it looked like. I think the Q dogs have like switches in every house, in every room in the house. They got one for each hand. They even have switches in the car. You know, it's like they got five minutes in the car, they just pull out a switch, pull out the car switch, start playing that. Uh, when did they stop calling it Nintendo Crack? Wasn't that the. It's, it's basically the. Um, all the handhelds, right? That's all this is. Everybody had one yeah. of those handhelds. The DS, yeah. The DSs, the. the yeah. The 3D touch thing, yep. all those things. Yep. So they phased out that, and they phased out their console, and they just combined it together, and now everyone just buys that. Yeah. Bathroom mm. switch. Toku Joe says you need a switch in the bathroom. My goodness, what happened? There's people here. I don't know. It's it's totally random, you know? Is it's, it because it's so blazing hot, people have nothing better to do? They can't go outside? It's cold here. I got my sweater on. Is it that I put that in my, my notes? I heard that the temperature is going nuts in Canada. 
I haven't that's actually a, seen any reports. I've just heard other people mention that. That's on, on the West Coast. They're also having, they're having like, burning. Yeah, yeah. They're having a record-setting uh, heat wave over there, like breaking 70, 80-year-old records. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Are the, are the seas boiling? The salmon might be boiling over there. But apparently it's coming our way, but I don't know. It's cold today. Mm. Yeah, look at you. You got your uh, your long sleeves on, sipping yeah, a hot cup. Hot tea. It, it got, well, it's raining. And it was cold rain, too. The rain was hitting me, and it was like, you know, like sometimes you get that warm rain. It's cold rain. Yeah. Well, that is screwed up my weekend. It's supposed to rain uh, Saturday and Sunday. And I had big weekend planned of cutting grass and doing outside things. Now I got to sit inside and do nothing. <laughs> you got all those uh, miniatures to paint. Get painting. I do still have a lot to paint. But went, uh, the, the painting space is cluttered, so I got to clean first. I uh, went to uh, the... Uh, michael's which is like our arts and crafts store for the first time in well since the pandemic started because mm -hmm. uh, we went out to get some uh some stuff for the for the bathroom that we're renovating and uh michael's was next door and sarah wanted to get some thread so we went over there and that's where they have the model kits so i went over and checked the model kits and uh they got they had uh, the batmobile there the michael keaton batmobile Ooh. yeah over oh, oh that's a nice one I got a pile of model kits that I haven't, haven't even You don't have that yet. one. I don't have but that you one. Don't though. have that one. But I'm glad I picked up the ones I did pick up because they're not there anymore. They're sold out of them. You can't just go and buy one there. So mm. I, I got I got my model kits. Okay, let's get through this house clean. But if you don't buy that uh, Michael Keaton Batmobile, you're not going to have it. It's going to be gone. Well, I got I got to set it up right that with thing. the. I guess I'd upright with the coupon and because you can go in there and you get it like 50% off or whatever. Well, how so. much is the, the model kit on its own? 35 bucks. Ooh. Yeah. yeah okay. So you want that. That's well, true. it's like 40% off. That brings it right down to like 20 bucks. So that's what you want. That is nice. That is nice. Okay. RF Gen is playing Sky Blazer. That's a Super Nintendo side scroller. I didn't oh, know what it was. Sky I went on YouTube and I saw a guy play it in like an hour. So it would probably take me like. Four so you, so you're basically done. Yeah, yeah, so that's done. right. <laughs> Just fast forward to the end of the you video. I can have it done in two minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then that beat the bandy. I don't know. If we got the, if we got Duke still in there. What's the beat the bandy this month? I I looked over into his uh, Discord and I didn't see anything. So yeah. I'm gonna assume it's another month of Brad Racer because I didn't get to the game. So maybe they they're waiting for me to get to it. I don't know. Or maybe we can make we can decide what the beat the bandy game is because oh. maybe it goes to default goes to us. Well, he's done. Uh, I know he did Kung Fu, yeah. Uh, City City Connection, yeah. Popeye, uh, Rad Racer. So yeah. hasn't mentioned yet. Okay, we can decide. Um, he did Donkey car Kong? games. Um. That that seems like it would have been up there already, right? Donkey Kong, a, a classicy kind yeah. of uh, score based game. I don't know uh, if they did Pac Man or Miss Pac Man yet. Yeah. Well, what's what's the theme of this month? July. What is July known for? Fourth of July. It's got to be something patriotic. What's like the most real American NES game you got? 
Captain Skyhawk. There you go. There you go. That's your game, Captain Skyhawk. Mm. Is that game any good? Uh, no. <laughs> it should be fun. I, I believe I have it. And I, I was like, oh, Captain Skyhawk. I used to play this at my friend's house when I was a kid because I never had it myself. I was like, I don't know yeah, I, I found Captain Skyhawk. And then you get in there and it's like, hey, you just land the plane. Where are you going? We're trying to do a show Captain here. Skyhawk. Everybody has Captain Skyhawk. Bad dudes. That's a good choice. There you go. Bad dudes? I think I got that one too. Bad Dudes is a fun game, but it's one of those games that you just want to play the arcade version. Right. Yeah, no, I don't uh, have Bad Dudes. It's not I, very good on, on the, the NES. NES version. Do they do the I'm bad on the NES? I don't I don't know. Or it's it's got to be like like a watered down version of it. Bionic Commando is Bionic Commando uh patriotic. You fight Hitler in it. I don't like Bionic Commando. Oh, my goodness. I've never been able to get a handle on those controls. <laughs> Steven, of all the games for Kevin not to sell. Look, <laughs> Captain Skyhawk is going to – that requires um, – that's a, a very game exchange game to sell. To ship that and do all that pain-in-the-ass stuff for, like, I don't know, what is it, like 10 bucks. That's a bring to the very game exchange and just sell it for ten bucks. Ten dollars, really? I think so. I don't think it's that expensive. I don't know. Games are like crazy. Like the prices of them. I still can't. Believe, like I, I, I sold the, all those uh, stupid uh, uh, GameCube games for like two grand, and I, I think they're even more now because they just keep going up and up. So mm. I don't know. I got lots oh, of stuff video sell. games. Yeah. It's so uh, 10 years ago. It's passe, man. Passe. But people you know, are into did, it. Not too long ago is, um, you ever go back and watch some old, like, uh, video game reviews that you used to watch, like, 5, 10 years ago? Not in a while, no. Yeah, I did that um, not too long ago. You, re- you remember that um, uh, classic game room? Did you ever watch that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, with... Um... Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It started out with the two guys doing the Dreamcast stuff, and then right. just one of them went on with it. And he did that for a long time. I looked him up not long ago, and now it's like comics, like 80s comics. Like comic books? Yeah, like apparently he stopped doing the video game reviews. He's, he changed the channel around a lot. Like he was selling T-shirts, and now he's doing comic books. It's like... What happened there? I don't know. I know he got screwed over a few times by YouTube. Like every time they changed the algorithm, it kind of screwed his channel a yeah, bit. Yeah, I remember him saying, because he did it like um, Mark Two, Mark Three. It was like coming back in a different version. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, he was complaining about the way they changed the ad revenue. And then people were trying to get him onto the um, uh, Patreon and stuff. But I don't know. Tokuju is saying he's a comic artist now. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Less competition? No, I don't know. I don't know. He has an Amazon channel for video games. There are some, like, uh, 
like what I was, I got the Roku. I don't know if you guys have that. I don't know if people in the States have it or whatever, but it's basically a Android box for streaming services. Like you can get your Amazon prime on there, your uh, Netflix, uh, you know, any streaming service. It just goes into like this, this box, but they have boxes in there dedicated or sorry, channels on there dedicated to certain things. So like you can go in and you can look up like if you want to look up video games and all the video game channels will come up. And some people who are on YouTube have like their own channel on this Roku box. Mm. It's kind of neat to see, but. Is that something that, uh, you know, they earned or is it just cable access? I think it's just like a different avenue to have their videos on because it's not through YouTube. It's not their it's their YouTube videos on a different service kind of thing so and it wasn't like anyone like i would know or recognize or anything or like you know people have like millions of subscribers that i've never heard of like all these minecraft channels and whatnot mm-hmm. i don't i don't know who half these people are but whatever uh, they're 12 year olds that uh, yeah. are, are making millions oh okay look at that duke's got a roku so they got roku in the states you know, every time you bring up one of those comments on the screen, I can't see it. You can't see it? Yeah, there's like a little flicker. Uh, like, I know it's there, and but it kind of like comes and goes, and most of it I don't see. So you can't see that right now? I our can see Catmex. Our local toy shop was on, and then on my side of the screen, it's completely gone. You know, it might be your resolution on your monitor. My resolution? Yeah. Am I not fancy enough to see your comments? No, if your resolution is not big enough, like if you're looking at this at 720p or whatever, it might be. It well, might I mean, be I always saw it before. Image. Let me bring it up full screen here. But then I, I can't know. see the comments. I don't know. That's bring, okay. Bring, bring another comment up right now. People are not. Oh, well, I don't. We don't have a new one. I, believe it or not, people are bored with this. Discussion. All I see now is the little uh, Stimpy picture, and there's no comment. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to do for you, man. I just want to be able to follow along with the show. You know? uh, oh, well. I got all vax. I got my second vax shot. I got a little bit sick this time. Not too bad. I wasn't out for like a week. Just a couple of days this time. But I'm all vaxxed up. And in Canada, we're moving forward with the Vax. How's Japan doing with the Vaxes? Uh, it's going. At least I've gotten uh, conversations with coworkers. They're telling me they uh, got their shots and uh, they come in with arm pain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What uh, what shots do they have there? Like, what's the? Uh, is it Japan's own? Everyone that I've talked to has used the uh, Moderna. Okay. I don't know what the uh, uh, distribution is uh, of all the other things. I've heard stories of people flying to California to get free vaccinations at LAX. Really? Yeah. I, I uh, Not anyone that I know, just uh, I've heard from uh, a doctor friend of mine. He said, yeah, there's people that are going there and you can get a free vaccine. If you're going through uh, the airport in California, oh, wow! And I believe it's the uh, one of the one-time doses. Is that is that Johnson and Johnson. 
That's the one-time one. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who does the one-time one. I know that uh, I don't think any of them have been approved, though. I don't know. Just walk through the airport. Somebody will stab you with something. You um, So they're still going forward with those Olympics, so there's no stopping that, right? <laughs> Too much money involved in that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well. Well, I don't know. Like, down in the southern states, man, it's all open, like, full packed stadiums to watch a college baseball game and nobody like, it doesn't seem to be going rampant there. So who knows? Know. might be fine. Who knows? I don't know. People uh, get that shot and immediately they start taking off the masks and hugging each other and licking doorknobs and everything again. Yeah. 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 No, I have done that. I did. I have gone out though. I feel better going out and doing things, but I, I still wear the mask inside the store and, yeah, all that stuff. I think in general, the the whole Western world can learn a little lesson of this. You know, you got to get right up in each other's faces all the time. You know, social distance is just kind of a nice, nice thing all around. Yeah. Well, look at this. We got uh, retro brew. Is that what? Is that how we're going to go with that? Brw mm. or brow? Retro it does brew. look more like. Retro Brown was almost like Nitro Brown. Well, he left a nice short comment there for you, so you could see the whole thing. Very, very courteous of him. Uh, it says hello. That's what I can read. That, that's all it says. That's, that's a comment. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you very much. You see, you got the whole thing. That's nice. I can participate some. Hey, I can read this one. Yeah. It's pretty much gone here in my state. Look at that. Says Duke it for says the people Duke. who are listening. Uh, it's like 100% in the Midwest now, according to its rocket sauce. 100% good or 100% bad? <laughs> the doorknobs taste just <laughs> as great as I remember it. You're not supposed to be... Uh, uh, look at this. It's gone everywhere in the States. It's disappeared. Man, what was going on, man? Like that pandemic, retro brew is how it usually is. Look at that. I was right. Mm. Retro yeah, brew. but that's how it usually is. We got to do something a little different around here. Okay. Well, that's the states for you, right? Like they had this big pandemic, nobody knew what to do, and all of a sudden they, something happened in January, and now boom, it's gone, just like that. Gone in a couple of months. Yeah. Good for you, USA. Canada, we're struggling a little bit, but I'm double vaxxed, so. Should be good. And we're able to go in stores now and stuff. I was able to go in store and pick up things for the renovations and that. Yeah, what's going on with your uh, house there? I saw a picture of your bathroom. Yeah. Well, we, um, I'm on vacation for three weeks and uh, needed something to do. Mm-hmm. Since I can't, still can't go visit family because they're all only half vaxxed and in a different, in a, a low uh, part with like low percentage of uh, cases, even though our cases are going down dramatically too. So we should be okay to go visit and all that. But anyways, uh, so yeah, need something to do. So there was this, our, our basement bathroom has had this ugly yellow paint since we moved in. Like it just looked disgusting. Wow. Why, why would anyone paint their bathroom yellow? I don't know. But so Sarah said, that's got to be one of the things that we change when we move into the house. So I said, I'll make sure to get to that. Mm-hmm. And I did get to it. It took me 16 years, but I got to it. 
Man of your word. That's right. So, uh, so, to, so today, so we painted uh, all the walls, you know, and then I had like this really old white paint that I was going to try to get by for doing like the trimming. And I mean, you always paint this, like we always paint the ceiling, either a lighter shade of what we paint the walls or just plain white because it reflects the light better and all that. Mm-hmm. So I was going to get, try to get away with this old white paint, but it wasn't stirring up a hundred percent. Like it wasn't mixing well. So I did a little test in some corners and that, and I, no, I got to go get some paint. So we went out today and we got a bunch of stuff. We needed like new uh, fixtures and stuff like that. And uh, just a few odds and ends for, for the bathroom. And uh, I went to grab some paint and uh, you know, the guy, you can't just go get by white paint, just go there. And I just want some white paint. They got like all sorts of different, like, Oh yeah. There's, there's like 20 of them, 20 different. You gotta look paint. at the little cards and you see the subtle differences. Oh, this is eggshell. But not, not only that, white. like all the mixtures and everything in there. Right. So what I usually go for is like a semi-gloss paint. That's what I want. Semi-gloss paint. But Sarah's like, I don't want semi-gloss. I just want an eggshell in there. I want eggshell. Like, all right, I'll get some eggshell. So I'm looking at the eggshell paint. And I'm looking at everything, and there was this one mixer that said true neutral. You got all these eggshell paints, but this one, this one is eggshell true neutral. I'm like, you know what? That's that's the one. We'll get the true neutral paint because that'll be like just this neutral white that'll just go with everything, right? Doesn't matter. You don't have to think about it, just nice true neutral. So take it home and mix it up and I start painting, and it's like it's not doing anything. Like there's like, you know, you're trying to paint over the scuff marks from the old paint and all that stuff. And, you know, you scrape down some parts. It's like clear. It's like nothing's happening. What's going on with this paint? It's true neutral. It's true neutral. (laughs) You paint it on and it does nothing. It's like, no, I'm neutral, man. I am not going to be white. I am not going to be any sort of shade of color. I'm going to be neutral. So that's what it is. What the mixture is, is if you add. So like anytime you go to a, to the paint store and you say, okay, I'll take this white paint, but I want it red. So they'll add red to it, but there's all, it'll always be a little bit lighter than what's mm-hmm. on the paint chip because you're adding it to white, right. And white paint, but neutral, this true neutral mix will just like, no, I'm nothing. You, whatever the paint chip says, that's what this paint is going to be. So that's what it's meant for. So I'm painting away and nothing's happening. I'm like, maybe when it dries, it'll get darker. No, no. No. Go look on online and it's just nothing. It's nothing. You need to go when you go to uh the Home Depot or whatever kind of uh big box store you went to, you gotta ask the adults that work there. What does this do? Yeah. Do? No. How do no. I do this? I don't ask anyone for any help or anything like that. I learn the hard way. I go in and I spend money and then I figure it out later. What is it what does a bucket of paint cost now? Well, we, this is, we just needed a small, like a, not a half gallon, but like one of the smaller cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, it was 18 bucks. Man, that's pricey. Yeah. It's been a while since I've had to buy paint. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. I mean, I think the last thing we did was our kitchen and that was in 2015, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. That was the last renovations we did, but it was time. Here we go. This is what Sarah says. We bought neutral base paint meant to blend with a bright color. Hmm. And thank you, Sarah, for saying we. It was it was me, really. <laughs> oh, she's trying to help you out. I know. She doesn't have to. It was she all. She said she wanted eggshell, 
and you had to go in there and say, me, 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 I'm going to make the decision. <laughs> I went, well, I'll get you some eggshell paint is what I was thinking. And I got was neutral. That's happened to me before, though, too. My dad, uh, he wanted me to paint like this. He built he built an extension to our shed and uh, he gave me this paint. He's like, here, paint the that shed and I'll give you $15. I'm like, all right, great. So I, I started painting it and I did the whole thing, but it was like nothing Nothing happened. It was just all clear. Like you could see the white paint go on, but when it dried, it was all clear. And I tried to tell him, like, look, I painted it. It just came out clear. And he didn't <laughs> believe me at all. I'm like, here, try it. Like, try it yourself. He's like, no, because you, you look at the can and it looks white. You know, mm. like you put it on the stick and it looks white. I'm like, trust me, you paint it on there and it turns clear. Yeah, there are some kind of uh, like varnishers, uh, varnishes, lacquers, things like that that are just meant to be a protective coating that have a little opacity to them. Yeah. And then you, you put it on, it just dries clear. Yeah. You know, you, maybe you found that invisible paint that exists in cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. But I also didn't do diligence either. I should have insisted we asked someone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's my move too. Is I'll tell Sarah to go ask someone, and then I go off and pretend to do something else while she gets she goes and asks. I don't want to ask people things. It's no good. It's no good. Uh boy. So how long is it going to take you to finish up this bathroom? Oh, probably a week. It looks like it's going to be like two days, but it's probably going to take forever because it's just like like today. That's all we did. We went out and got stuff, and then got paint, and then just wasted. You know, the whole day, like doing that whole thing with the paint. And then it's like three in the afternoon. It's like, screw it. Cause you can't put on another, you can't just say, well, I'm going to go to the store and get some more paint and we'll restart. Cause I've, you know, I painted like half, I did half the job already. So we have to wait for that to dry before you can add more paint to it. So, yeah, we got to have your next step planned out. You say you're putting in new fixtures? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. New uh, bathroom, uh, just like the, you know, the surface surface fixture stuff. I'm not going into the plumbing and doing all that stuff. I'm just adding gotcha. new faucet, uh, new bath bathtub, um, the stopper in the tub, like the, uh-huh. the drain. That was that was an adventure to get out because uh, I don't know if you've ever taken out a bathtub uh, drain before. It's it's the one that's in there. It's not the yeah. little plug that you put in. No, no, it's the one that's in there, right? And uh, we needed to change it because it was it was all the chrome around the edge was all chipping off, right? Like mm. it was getting all crappy. So um, I've changed them before. I changed the one in the upstairs bathroom. And what you do is take a pair of needle nose pliers. There's if you look down in there, there's a cross in there. Yeah. You take your needle nose pliers, you put it down in there, and you just start twisting counterclockwise mm-hmm. and the whole thing will just start twisting off right so i put my needle nose pliers down there and i started twisting and i'm like oh my this and i just kept going and going i wasn't give, giving and then finally just snap Did, that were little, you twisting the right way yes the the little yeah the counterclockwise <laughs> okay. the uh the uh cross in the center snapped right off mm-hmm. so now i got this thing stuck in there and i got nothing to grip onto it to to screw it out so i looked online and there was like this woman took like a, a hammer and the needle nose pliers and she jammed them in there and she twisted it that way to get it out um there's a um, 
there's like a, a device that you could buy at the uh, at uh, the store that goes down into it and it expands and thing. But it's like it's 25 bucks and half the people were saying it worked. The other half were saying like it doesn't even fit. So this one guy, uh, I finally stumbled on this one guy who what he did was he cut with a hacksaw. He cut into it. I cut like oh. a, you know, a good size in there. And then he took a, he took a chisel. I used a screwdriver and he just put it in that, that divot that you just cut and you just hammer it and hammer it out. And I did that all the way around the tub. And then eventually I could like grab onto like the chip pieces on the Chrome and get into there. Got it out. It's good times. Good for you. Yeah. It was fun. While you're telling your story, uh, uh, Stephen has uh, nailed it with the uh, comment of the week. Uh, hey, Kyle, we're talking about paint drying. <laughs> Bad timing, Kyle. We're talking about paint drying. I don't think we're talking about paint drying. We're talking about painting. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey Kyle says that's why I'm here. That's right. Because we can make yeah. paint drying entertaining. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Or you should do with some of that paint. You put some subliminal messages in there. You know, you paint it in just a way, like a, a slightly different shade, something only you can see. Yeah. 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 Hmm. All right. It's amazing how much work you think you're going to get done when you start a project and then how much you actually accomplish by the end of the day. Yeah. Well, not only, like, when you're painting, the act of painting itself, it takes no time at all. Like once it, it's all the setting up, like the Using taping the around rollers. the doors. Yeah, I got like a, a roller that's you know about half the size. I love mm -hmm. that thing. It's just because it's just a small bathroom, right? So it gets in all the corners and everything. That's good times. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's talk about something interesting to keep these people around. Oh, we did renovations. We talked about backs. We talked about candle burning. How about video games? Should we talk about some video games? Hey, speaking of video games, uh, I, I think it was last week, last, uh, the Epic Game Store, they gave away Sonic Mania. Yeah. I, I, I was, was like, hey, that's on my wish list. I really, 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 really want that game. And now I have it. There you go. I'm not going to play it, but <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted it. It was on my wish list, too, and... Uh, I was waiting for like the two dollars sale or something like that, but freeze was pretty good. But yeah, I haven't played it either. Yeah, I've heard good things though. It looked like it was a rehash of all the old games. Like it just looked like a lot of the stuff that you remembered from the old games they put into this one. Yeah, just take it all and put it into one area. Yeah, yeah, which I, I suppose is okay, but you know, hmm. whatever. For a game, I'm not gonna play. It's pretty good. See what about vinyl Deep Purple Powerhouse? Is that a new Deep Purple album? I thought the last what was the last Deep Purple album. I can't remember. Ah, I don't remember. Grab the for the switch still sealed. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so wait, did you actually play a game then? Oh yeah, I so I uh, was in the mood to play. Um some old school first person first person shooters so i finally fired up that ion fury that's like that throwback uh 
game. Fury. Yeah, so it's a game they made a couple of years ago, and it's all done in that uh, three. It's done by 3D Realms, and it's all done in the Duke 3D engine. And it's a female protagonist, and it plays like Duke. You're just running around really fast and shooting up dudes, and yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, I can't spell. That's why. Ion. It's not iron. Yeah. Ion. No, it is. I I, I put O-line Fury in. <laughs> and I kept getting trailers for some Brad Pitt movie. Anyways, it uh, looks really good. Like, it looks nice, too. Like, it has, like, a really nice aesthetic. It's all, like, everything's 2D. You know, all the bad guys are all 2D. Yeah, the... Um, it looks like the artwork is all ripping off uh, Duke 3D or Doom. Yeah, totally. Okay. And, you know, you you shoot, uh, you know, you're shooting the bad guys and that, and she's saying all, like, catchphrases from action movies, you know, but they're updated, you know, they're more current action movies. I'd have mm-hmm. to type them into a search engine to figure out which one she's referring to, but, you know, it's pretty good. It's all okay. right. So I'm poking away on that, but then uh, on X, the Xbox uh, Game Pass uh, for the PC, this game called uh, Proteus was released. Proteus. Proteus. P-R-O-D-E-U-S. And let me tell you, it unfortunately, it was only, like, it, the game's not done yet, so it was only, like, a level, like, the first level. But holy crap, this one was really fun. It's like, uh, this is like a throwback to Doom, where you're shooting dudes and they're exploding all over the place. And you run into a room, and it's just like, after you're done, it's just, the whole room is just covered in blood. And you're getting all like these crazy weapons and stuff, like your shotgun and, and that. And that That's that one. one of the most important things for me in these kind of games, is when you can actually, like the remains are still there. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I hate when the game gets rid of it. It's like, yeah. Raced all my hard work. I wanted yeah. to see that splatter. Well, in Iron Fury, they the 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 bodies stay, and actually their heads stay. And there's an achievement for kicking uh, uh, dead, uh, kicking heads around. Like you have mm-hmm. to kick twenty heads, you get an achievement. But anyways, but uh, uh, Proteus was like really like it has the heavy metal music and all that stuff, and it's just a lot more fast paced action. You know, it's a lot more uh, on on the seat, on the edge of my seat. That's what I'm trying to say. It was good, but it was only one level. It was finished, and that was it. Sounds cool. Yeah, I just hovered over the thumbnail on YouTube, and yeah, you just see body exploding. That's all you need, man. It's good. You know, they got a uh, Evil Dead game coming out. I think I saw uh, that. Yeah, violent and bloody. It. It. uh, From what I can tell, they're taking characters from the entire series. And putting them in here, you can play as anybody and just run around. And it looks like a Left for Dead, like just go around and kill oh, I see. things. Um, but yeah, you can play as Ash, or you can play as some of the characters from that TV show or from the movies. Nice. So that looks fun. I gotta play it. I gotta play it. <laughs> it's fun. Hey, if it comes out on PC, I'd get it. As long as it's not too multiplayer. It's, a, it's gonna be a PC. Not, as long as it's not like multiplayer centric, I'm so sick of the multiplayer thing. I just want to play games. I don't. On my own. I don't know that it's a. Uh, uh, well, I'm sure they do some sort of thing, but you can probably play it solo. 
Because all you need is Ash at the end of the day. And you can play as Evil Ash, mm-hmm. according to its rocket sauce. There you go. Okay. And uh, the only other game I, I've been messing around with a little bit is Darksiders Genesis. So Darksiders is like this, you know, third-person hack-and-slash kind of game. It's Yes, I'm getting like fuzzy images in my brain of it. Yeah, the first game was kind of sold as like uh, The Legend of Zelda for adults kind of thing where you, you're in this open world and you go around and you you know, you know get a new item and that, that unlocks a whole other part of the world where you can go and go into a new dungeon and all that. Um, but this game, it's like it's a prequel, so it takes place like before the first game, but it's done in a more uh, Diablo style, that isometric, uh, you know, camera angle. And uh, I've only played it a little bit. I beat the first boss and that, but yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty good. Good times. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your little bit of a skill tree. You can play as either, uh, there was the, the, you can play as either the guy from the first game, War, I think his name was, or is. And then there's some other character i'm not sure i'm not i'm not big on the whole darksiders lore i don't know exactly what the hell's going on i played the first game like i don't know 10 years ago never played the second one but this one was interesting to me because it uh it had that isometric thing so i thought what the heck i'll give that a shot something that's around with that in about a month from now i'm gonna be on summer break and maybe i'll play a video game at that time maybe well uh yeah any of those three games i recommend they're they're fun good time i'll see i really have to look through my um gog and steam and epic because uh free games are coming all the time it's like yeah sure click yeah i'll take that i have no idea what i have anymore i just i just accept i don't look at anything and just the hundreds and hundreds of games that epic has given me for free that I was, complain about constantly. Yeah. Well, that, I think that, that GOG Galaxy, I went in and I, I fixed it up again because I lost, like, all my linked accounts. And all mine that, and crashed. I to... mine, mine stopped working. And I just uninstalled yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, me too. So I, I, I got it all working again, and that, that really helps because it tells you where, like, if you want a game, it tells you exactly, it tells you where it is. <laughs> You know, yeah. that's how that's like that's that's how crazy it is now. It's like, okay, do I have this game? And you type it in. It's like, yeah, you got this game on the PlayStation Three. You know, go play it there. Okay, thank you very much. Isn't it insane when you're like, do I have this game? And it says, yeah, you have multiple yeah. copies. Or yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gotten that bad. Hmm. What a world we live in. I can't imagine like me being like as a kid. Like I had you know a floppy disk. <laughs> With, with like two games on it. Yay. You know? Hey, but you played the crap out of those games. Oh, absolutely. Even if they weren't good, you yeah. know? You played Here's them. what you had. All right. Hey. Want to talk about some movies? Yeah, I actually TV? have. I have stuff on here. Movies. Did you know that there was a Lord of the Rings movie in 1978? I think I watched it when I was a kid, and I was bored out of my skull. It's a cartoon, right? It's an it's an animated film, not oh. a cartoon. Sorry. Uh, and yeah, it sucks. It sucks so bad. Um, I found a copy 
at um, that uh, mentioned that store I liked was going out of business, and I right. found a copy of that movie for a dollar, one dollar. It was not worth it. Sat down and watched that thing, and uh, it was kind of neat in that they did a lot of rotoscoping, which yeah. I do enjoy. Uh, I, I find I don't know if people consider that cheating in animation, but I always think it it looks really cool yeah. because it looks so natural. But it's only partially rotoscoped. And then other times they have actual, the, the footage of the actual actors, but they just like turn up the contrast or something. So you're just seeing the silhouette of the cat, of the actor. And it'll just be like black and red. And you just see the actors running around. And then other points in the movie, they do the rotoscoping, but they don't animate them fully. So it's just like the actors with a filter on. And then Weird. other times it's complete animation. And then sometimes it's so bizarre. You have the actor with a little filter standing right next to a cartoon character. And it is, it's just so off-putting. That in the movie, it, it's just, it's boring. It sucks. And it doesn't end. Yeah, it's only part of the first book or something, right? It, it's like Frodo and Sam are going off to destroy the ring, and then yeah. there's this big battle, and then it just ends. And it's like, well, what happened? You know, what, is, isn't he going to uh, go destroy the ring? Like, nope. They just stopped talking about his character. And apparently it was like uh, they had planned to do yeah. more of him, but wow, what a terrible, terrible waste of time. I will never watch this again. I'm surprised you watched the whole thing, but I guess it's kind of like a train wreck. <laughs> hey, just I was in it. And I was like, okay, when's it going to get good? When's it going to mm. get? Because uh, it's a long movie too. Is it? It's got to be like two hours. I don't, I don't even want to look. I I didn't. I don't even remember if I watched it all when I was a kid. I remember not liking it at all. Yeah. And... Like nothing stands out other than the bad. Duke says the Hobbit animated movie. In better. In better. In better. What, is, what is it in better? Like, um, when was that movie made? I don't know. I didn't even know there was a Hobbit one. I just remember the Lord of the Rings. Actually, I don't I don't know how much uh, hate mail I'm going to get for this. I'm probably going to get none because nobody cares. But uh, I, I'm actually not that much of a fan of the Lord of the Rings. I enjoyed the Hobbit book a lot because it, it was written for ch- small children. And mm-hmm. that's that's my reading comprehension. Um, but uh, Lord of the Rings was written for adults, and a lot of it just goes over my head. I have no idea what the heck's going on. And I've never tried to read it, but from what I've heard, it's a lot of talking about location and geography, and uh, you know, just singing. Like uh, they get to they get to this Tom Bombardier guy's place, and they just they like. It's just pages and pages of lyrics as they start singing. I have no interest in reading it. I thought the the Peter Jackson movies were kind of fun. They're a bit too long, but occasionally I'll be in the mood to watch them. But uh, that's it. I saw them. I saw them once in the theater, and I'm like, that's good enough for me. I don't. Mm -hmm. I have really no desire to watch them again. They're just not really my thing. I uh, Sarah amazes me though. She watched. The first one in the theater, the second one in the theater, never saw the third. I'm like, you have no interest in actually seeing how the story ends? Like, at least I wanted to see how it ended. Even though I read the books and I kind of had an idea how it ended, I wanted to see. Hey. She's like, no, I don't care. 
Have you seen the final Star Wars movie? No. Well, there you go. Yeah, that, fair there point. Fair point. Peter Jackson's Hobbit movies are atrocious. I haven't seen a single one of them. I saw the first one, and yeah, I, it's it's not a bad movie. Like, it's a well-made movie, of course. It's just filled with so much stuff that it's like, what are, what are you trying to do here? Other than pad it out and make money, which is the answer. Um, it was just, like, I, I don't know anything about The Hobbit. I've never read it. But from what I understand, it's a nice, simple story. It didn't need to be three movies. It didn't need to be three hours, uh, even if it was a single movie. But it was just... Yeah. Stuff and stuff, and then this story and that story. Just, just get on with it. Well, the, the book, yeah, it's not that, not that big of a book. It's a nice little story. Yeah, but I appreciate the filmmaking part of the Lord of the Rings movies. Like when you look at like a lot of behind the scenes stuff and that that I've watched, and all the detail and everything that they put into all of the weapons and uniforms and or costumes really oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know all that stuff it's stuff that a lot of the like you you don't even really see it on the screen but they went to all that detail to put like elvish on the on the swords you know a sword that goes into somebody's holder whatever that thing's called and you never you never see the sword itself but somebody still scabbard. went through scabbard 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 ding dong well, actually, like in recent years, my favorite thing about the, the Lord of the Rings movies is watching Stephen Colbert interview uh, cast members because he's, he's apparently a, a big fan. fan. Yeah. So it, it just when I see somebody enjoying themselves, <laughs> like <laughs> that's kind of uh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I watched um, Nothing is Highbrow as uh Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I I got some Tubi trash out of the way. Ooh. If you remember, for the last couple of years, um, Curtis, your friend Curtis, has been trying oh. to get us to watch uh, Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. Uh, the Joe Pesci movie, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And I saw that it was leaving Tubi at the end of June. Is that so on Tubi? Get it. Yeah, it was you, on, that, it was there's on no Tubi. Way, there's no way that's available on my Tubi. Well, it's not available on my Tubi anymore, but <laughs> it was until the end of last month. And uh, let me tell you, Curtis was 100% right. That that movie is trash. It's pretty bad. But it's, I didn't – Sarah and I watched it together, and we were cutting it up, but it, it wasn't very fun. Like, it wasn't – there wasn't a lot of fun moments in it. There's a lot of stupid, like there's all these characters and they're all trying to portray, like all the actors are trying to portray these characters as fun and goofy in, in a way, but none of, none of their performances are working. Like it's all falling flat. Like the only way I could describe it is, have you ever seen the movie mystery men? Yes. And you know how Ben Stiller, character just really doesn't work yeah that movie the first 20 minutes or so are okay 
when it's just like goofy concept. Right. And then when the plot gets in there, yeah, that movie falls like, apart. Well, Ben Stiller, he, he had, he was like, he had, he was rage man or something like that. And he had, he to, didn't have any kind of power. He, he had like an idea for what he wanted to be. Right. Yeah. But see, like that, it, it just didn't work. Like that character just, there was no payoff or anything. Eight heads in a duffel bag is that character. Like, and like, just imagine every character in the movie is that. Like they all have like some sort of idea of what they're supposed to be and none of it works. It all falls flat and it's just, it's kind of stupid. Even Joe Pesci is kind of playing the guy from home alone in this, you know, like he's just a mobster crazy guy or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, like he's supposed to be lovable, but he does like these terrible things. And I don't know. The whole thing is just, it was no good. No bueno. I don't know why Curtis recommended that movie. He needs he needs to explain himself. I don't know what's going on with that. I think he really just likes to hear us talk about these things and he's like, Oh my god, they actually watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Rocket Sauce says I do not like Mystery Man. I don't like that movie either. I only I don't think I watched the whole thing. I think yeah, I've I'm seen bits so and pieces on on TV. You know, like I think I tried watching it once. I'm like, no, and then you see it like, you know. William H. Macy with the shovel. and I do like William H. Macy. So, like, if anything... I mean... It's, that, not, it's not a great movie. I'm not going to try to defend it. It's anything. one of those movies that, on paper, you look at and you think, oh, okay, they're making fun of comic book movies. It's got Ben Stiller in it. It's got William H. Macy in it. You know, I like those guys. It's got Pee Wee Herman in it, you know. It's got to be pretty good. But then you watch the movie itself and it's... Yeah, the really. last time I tried watching it was a few years back when the the Leftover Bits podcast was doing Ooh. their like movie Deep of cut. the month or something. <laughs> that was their movie of the month. Like they liked it. Uh, yeah, yeah, they uh, they went off on that. Mm. Well, I saw I saw Paul on uh, Facebook the other day. He's just enjoying his life. He's he's out of this whole thing. Doesn't he, he pops up once in a while on Twitter. Sometimes. Usually it's about hockey. Yeah. Big hockey guy. Anyways, so that was Eight Heads on a Duffel Bag. And then uh, I also noticed that the Dukes of Hazard movie was leaving Tubi. And I thought... Movie? Oh, is this like uh, the many years later reunion movie? Yeah. yeah, so this is the one with... Gotta uh, save the town. With, Gotta raise some money. Oh. I mean, that's that's every episode of that's, the Dukes of Hazzard. Well, that's every <laughs> uh, reunion show. Oh, the Brady Bunch. Oh, we're going to lose the house. Got to save the money. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Well, this was uh, Boss Hog was going to sell out. He was buying up all this land, and he was going to sell out to uh, like an open pit mine kind of thing, and they were going to you know, grab all the coal out of there and turn Hazard County into a big giant open pit. Okay. So the Duke boys had to stop them. So that's what they did. But anyway, did, did it involve running the general Lee off some cool jumps? Possibly. All right. <laughs> well, it's the, only, see, it's the only way to save the town. No, see, there was a race, <laughs> the <laughs> car race and the general Lee needed to win it in order to stop boss hog. Cause that was the mm-hmm. only way. That you could stop Boss Hog, but I watched this movie. I told you I was last time I was with, I was talking about the movie Goon, right? It was a hockey movie, yeah, and like all the 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 
comedy and it wasn't like just all smart ass people like people would have like say something and the other guy wouldn't have a comeback kind of thing and a lot of the humor was very um uh, you know, just a lot of it was stuff that wouldn't fly today kind of thing. But this movie was only about 10 years old, you know. So anyways, so it's got that guy in it. Uh, John, what's his name? Scott, something Scott, William Scott. I don't know. The the lead in that, he was in the, the Apple Pie movies, American Pie movies. I know who you're talking about. Sean William he's Scott. Got, Sean he's got William three Scott? first names. Yeah, I think that's okay. it. Sean William Scott. Anyways. So he's in the Dukes of Hazard movie with a uh, stunt guy, stinky guy. What the heck's his name? Uh, what's those movies called? Are you talking Jackass. about the remake? No, I'm talking about the uh, yeah the remake that they made. Not not I, like Return to Hazard County or something like that. With I'm talking about like the ones that they the one that they had with like Willie Nelson was playing. Uh, Uncle Jesse. Okay, okay. So Burt I, Reynolds, I, I thought you Boss meant like Hog. a made-for-TV. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no. I got those on DVD. So if Tubi okay. pulls those down, I'm fine. That, so those this you gotta is, keep. This you gotta is have those the, in the collection. Um, okay. Yeah, like ten years ago, twenty years ago. When yeah, it, this when is like the it. trash. You know. Yes, yes, kind yes. Of thing. The, the guy, one you the did guy from your... Jackass is in it. Yes. Okay. I don't know his name, but yes, I know who you're talking about. I know his name, but it's not coming. Rocket Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Knoxville. Knoxville. That's it. All right. Yes, there was a town in that show. It was, it was Hazard, a town of Hazard in Hazard County. Okay. So, anyways, you throw me off track here. I can't even remember where I was. What was I talking about? I'm talking about the the movie, something. Yeah, it wasn't good. But I had something to say. I should have wrote it down. Oh, wow. Did it, didn't you do? You did a review of a Dukes and Hazard game a long yeah. time ago. Was that yeah. based off this movie, or no. was that just a no, just random? Okay. I think that game came out before the movie. I think. Pretty sure. Anyway, okay. Got Jessica Simpson, Daisy Duke. Yes. I've so never it, seen this movie. Yeah. Well, it, it, I hadn't seen it either. I, I, I tried watching it, and I'm like, yeah, this is garbage. I'm not watching it. But then, it, you know, it was on Tubi. So I thought, because I liked Goon, and it had that Sean William Scott guy in it, I'm like, maybe I was a little too hard. Maybe I need to go back and, you know, watch it with more of an open mind. So I did, and no, it's still not good. It's still the not only good. thing I know about this movie, and I, I think I remember seeing this on a Siskel and Ebert review or Ebert and Roper. I don't know what the time frame was. Is that they were still they still made an attempt at doing blackface humor? Sort of. Yeah, sort of. And this movie came out in like the 2000s 2000, 2000, or something. Two thousand four. Okay, so this is Ebert and Roper. It wasn't it wasn't really blackface humor. Well, it, I guess I it was that, you know, the the uh little rascals thing where they look into a pipe and it explodes and they got black all on their face. So it wasn't like they were trying to do a minstrel show thing, but I don't know, maybe that's even wrong. No, you can't even do that. I don't know. I'm ignorant. I don't know what's going on. But they address <laughs> rocket sauce. <laughs> the defense, the Duke's Hazard is bad show too. Absolutely. I mean, the whole thing is bad. The whole thing is bad. But you know, when you make so it was it was 
there's really only one way to go about it, right? To do a movie like that. And that's to do what the Brady Bunch did, right? Because the original show was technically, it was a bad show, but it was like, you know, really campy and it had like its fans and that. So the only way you can do it in the future is to make fun of the old show, like to make fun of all the tropes and everything like that. And it seems like most of the reboots and that kind of follow that formula. But then when they, they try to steer, sometimes they try to steer away from it and they try to make it a little too serious and that's where it doesn't work. And it just doesn't work with the Dukes of Hazzard, but they addressed the, the flag on top of the car, but it was done in all like this cute wink, wink kind of thing. And like, so the general Lee at the beginning of the movie is just like, it's like pre general Lee. It's like proto general Lee, the door's still open. It's got a, it's orange and it's got a zero one on the side, but it's all beat up and it's not, doesn't have like that shiny coat of paint and it's got nothing on the roof. And they're driving around doing their thing. And then uh, Boss Hog, I think, screws up the car. And uh, Cooter wants to make a point. Cooter's their mechanic and uh, wants to prove that he can fix up this thing in no time. So he fixes it up for them. And uh, they they jump in the car at night so they don't really see, like, the new paint job and that. And they head to Atlanta. And so they're driving to Atlanta. And uh, half the people are like, you know, right on, good. And then other people are like, you racists and, you know, go back, go to your clans meeting or whatever. And they don't know what's going on. And then they look outside of the car and they see the big flag on the car. Now they don't do anything to try to, you know, cover it up or, you know, they just keep driving around in the car with a racist flag on, on the roof. Yeah. Which, I don't know, it was a way of addressing it, but, you know, they... Uh, yeah, I suppose, but I mean that—that's the last they'll ever address it because you're never going to see it again. No, it's all gone from Tubi, so it is—it com- is gone from existence. No, I, I mean, yeah, the General Lee is uh, never going into production again. You're not going to find a model kit with the uh, no. Flag on well, it, are you? I do see it sometimes, and sometimes the stores will put like a cover over top of the. Uh, over top of the flag. I mean, you could still buy like uh, a Civil War figurines and stuff like yes, that. Yes, that's a historical thing, I suppose. I'd, I'd argue that the General Lee is a bit of a historical thing, too. But if they were to make a new, so anything new with Dukes of right. Hazard, just call it the General. You don't have to call it General Lee. Just call it the General. That's what they called it half the time on the show anyways. They always uh-huh. just refer to it as the General and put an American flag on, on it. Or better yet, put a Canadian you, flag on you, there. You take a, a General Lee general and you stick the American flag on top of it, I'm sure you'll have tons of uh, Southerners complaining up in arms. Oh, too bad. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I pissed off of a bunch of racists. What do I care? <laughs> that doesn't offend me at all. And it, it offends you. <laughs> Hell with you. I don't care. Well, Whoop-de-doo. I still miss my uh, – I had a little General Lee – uh, kind of chunky car that like uh, had a little switch on the bottom and you'd like rev it up yeah. and then you flip that switch and it would bam and it would like get up on its back wheels and go. I remember that. That was a neat toy. Uh, do you remember the key? Like they had ones with the keys. You put a key in it and then you, you push the key and like there was a spring in it and it would. No, I didn't have that one. And then there was ones that it was on your wrist. You can wind it up on your wrist and you put it down on the ground and it would take off from your wrist. That's cool. No, I, only, I had two. I had that rev up one, and I had just like a little 
like Hot Wheels version. I didn't have any of these things. I just remember them from the commercial. Uh, just dreaming. That's right. Someday, someday I'm going to get that. Uh, Caps Wax is, is picturing a Zamboni with a Canadian flag on it doing a sweet jump. <laughs> that was one nice thing, though, with that Dukes of Hazard movie is they, sh- they showed the um, uh, bloopers at the end. And they were showing, like, how, how many times they had to do the jumps with the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they did this one jump where it comes from, uh, like, underneath an overpass and lands on the overpass. But I guess they couldn't do the stunt with a person inside of the car. So when the car would land, it would just go wherever. And there's uh, a bunch of people driving like the background cars or whatever. So you see the car come down and nobody knows where it's going to go. And they're all like moving out of the way for this car. That's just kind of going out of control. It's pretty cool. That's something to behold though. Cause even that kind of a stunt, you know, you just CG it now. Yeah. No, the, throw cars up in the air. Yeah. That was, that's, that that's a lost start. Yeah. That part was, was definitely impressive, but the movie itself wasn't, I mean, it it wanted to be like, I don't know, like everything was kind of tongue in cheek, like Uncle Jesse, like, here's the thing, like they made Uncle Jesse a pothead, right? Because it's played by, he's played by Willie Nelson, but they wouldn't like come out and say that he is a pothead. It was all like this cute stuff. Like he's in uh, this shed and they go knock on the door and Uncle Jesse opens the door and all this smoke comes out. And they're like, Uncle Jesse, what are you doing? Oh, I'm smoking this this meat in here. And there's like, you know, pieces of meat hanging in there. And he's smoking meat. He's not smoking marijuana. He's smoking meat. It was all like tongue-in-cheek stuff there. Whereas like, if you're going to go like that route, I think you just got to go full out and just make him a pothead. You know, he can't just go halfway. It just doesn't work. Or they could just write the character instead of basing the character on the actor that was cast, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know. Like Rocket Sauce, Dukes of Hazard was never very good anyway. So there's nothing to <laughs> like hold it up into any sort of esteem or anything. Like they didn't tarnish the Dukes of Hazard legacy by any stretch of the imagination. It was always a garbage oh. show. And they it like anyone who worked on the show, you talk to them and they admit it. They were just make they were writing crap. They knew they were writing crap, but it was an excuse to like just having fun. Right, flip around cars on TV. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Why not? Eh, you do something fun. Speaking of fun, yes. Um, I don't know why I did this, but for some reason I looked up something on Tales from the Crypt. And then uh, I was like, hi, huh, I bet you that intro is on YouTube. Haven't seen that intro for a while. I remember that, you know, the camera going through the, the creepy house going down the stairs and everything crypt keeper pops up i've never seen it no no i've never watched oh my the show. goodness I, I was thinking of that and i um sure enough it was there but then i also noticed like oh season one episode one why not so uh, i was just on the youtube watching and i'm i'm almost done with season two now <laughs> just been revisiting tales from the crypt which so is what, a very fun show what was that show were, were they like shorts like horror stories? It's an or? anthology series just like um, uh, Twilight Zone, okay. except they're all horror-themed things. Right. And uh, it was on HBO, so they could do uh, a lot of uh, cussing and show nudity and all that stuff oh. uh, with these. 
but uh like everything i watched as a kid i saw it in syndication so i saw the the edited versions on network television um but uh i was like huh let me let me check this out and i started watching them and they're the full episodes um uh, you know unedited and they're of varying quality there's a bunch of different people that are posting them up and some of them look okay some of them are super fuzzy and you know you can't really see what's happening but it's good enough for me to remember and i was just uh watching through them and it's it's a very good show i really enjoyed it um basically you had the crypt keeper who was like your rod sterling who would just introduce the the tale and it was like nice puppeteering work and everything. You got a little creepy environment for the Crypt Keeper to be in. And then uh, you play the episode and then he comes back at the end and makes a couple corny jokes. Uh, all good. And a lot of stuff that I didn't notice the first time around, like the, the theme song was uh, made by Danny Elfman. So it definitely has that, that sound to it. He likes those mm -hmm. horns. Um, uh, Dick Donner... Robert Zemeckis, Walter Hill, a lot of big names as the executive producers. And a lot of oh, okay. them uh, did, uh, they directed a few episodes here and there. Uh, I was just watching one last night where it, it seems like Richard Donner always has like a cameo in his. Like you just kind of see him like, oh, there he is. There he is. Um, but really fun. It, it was a nice, this was a perfect vehicle for actors and directors and writers to just do weird experimental stuff and do like some crazy characters and things that you wouldn't really want to try in a mainstream movie, but for this cheap uh, slasher horror kind of vibe, you get away with doing a lot of weird things. Some episodes are pretty good. Some episodes are not so good, but uh, overall a lot of fun. Any uh, actors before they became somebody? Um, well, a lot of actors while they were somebody like Demi Moore, uh, Schwarzenegger oh, wow. directed an episode. Really? Leah Thompson, Lance Henriksen. Uh, the oh. one I watched last night had Don Rickles. Um, what, what a, years? a lot of big names. What years were they? It started in 89 and it went for about six or seven years. Um, but hmm. from what I've read, the last season they switched, they, they moved production to England. So like the last season is all like British actors and British stories, <laughs> I, I don't know, but, but it, a lot of fun. I mean, you see a lot of familiar faces. There was one guy in an episode cause it, every time I watch one of these, I look up the actors if I don't know them. Cause sometimes it's those character actors that you know you've, mm -hmm. you've seen in a bunch of different things and you just don't know their name yeah but there was one actor and i was like i know this guy i've seen him somewhere and i looked at his name it didn't sound familiar so i paused the episode go check him out on wikipedia and it's just a long list of like one-off tv appearances mm -hmm. like where could i have seen this guy because i haven't seen any of these shows he was the guy that played the lead in that terrible gene roddenberry earth final conflict you remember that show oh i had to run that show yeah <laughs> yes he played the lead in like season one and mm. then they they switched like they got rid of his character yeah 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 and apparently that show like they would switch out characters all the time like nobody lasted on that show yeah um but uh, Tales from the Crypt, it's, it's, it's a fun show. It's very cheesy, very silly, um, but it's a good time. Yeah. Bill loved 
Earth Final Conflict, by the way. You would defend that show. All I tried watching that. The makeup was weird. The story was lame. I hated how like th- that show did like the computer thing, right? Where like someone's just like waving in the air. I remember. I hated all that stuff. I'd have to see it again to really remember, but I remember like just I couldn't get into it. I tried. Well, you got Duke wanting to watch uh, yeah. Tales from the Crypt. And Cat Max with random fact, of course. Pretty sure they shot The Outer Limits in Vancouver. The remake. Outer, Outer Limits was another good show. I like all those anthology shows. Well, at some point, I think it was Dan Aykroyd that brought back The Outer Limits. And that was, that was a Canadian production. What was the other thing he did? He had a couple of like weird paranormal TV things. It wasn't The Outer Limits? There was some other one. I know that he was like the host. He did the Rod yeah. Serling Crypt Keeper kind of thing. Was it The Outer Limits? Maybe, maybe I got uh, my shows mixed up here. It's it's entirely possible. Dan, Facebook Aykroyd. It's a, it's tricky. There's an extra K in there that's silent. It's the Y that gets me. Or maybe I'm thinking of a Y. That's kind of. It's one of them. <clears throat> Let's see. Got to go back to the '90s. Soul Man, remember that show? Oh my goodness! Yes, I do. I remember a, a motorcycle. Yes. Yeah, he was a priest. For some reason, yeah. Yeah. I'm not seeing the show here. Maybe he didn't. What All the right, heck? we we got to Google this. I could have just Googled, yeah, like Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd paranormal show. That's because I'm looking at actor. I got to look at Psy Factor. Psy Factor, that's right. So that was a different show, though, right? The Outer Limits was something else. I don't know if you had. Yeah, I think this was more of like a chronicle of true events, and maybe they did like reenactments or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all it wasn't very good. That all that stuff was was low budget. But did he do was he did he have anything to do with Outer Limits? I remember the original Outer Limits with uh, Leonard Nimoy when A and E first came on and they would air those. Those are pretty cool. Anyways. There you go. I can't go believe you've never Tales seen Tales, Tales from the Crypt. Like that even it was one of those. Sh- it was one of those shows that came on like really late, and I've never been like a person that could stay up really late. Or and it, it might have been just on, like you'd want to see it from, for some reason. Like it's one of those things where I thought I'd have to see it from season one. I wasn't sure exactly what was going on, and I don't know. I never no. really. I was never a bigger horror guy either. Like horror was never my. Yeah. I, I'm not really much into it either. That's why I think these bite-sized chunks are perfect. You know, you don't, you're no big investment. Look at this. We got round two gaming. Hey, Dane's here. We got everybody. Wow. What happened today? Is everybody on vacation or something? I think so, yeah. <laughs> it's the day after Canada Day. Yesterday was Canada Day, so maybe a lot of people oh, are. Oh, happy national day to you. Well, we're kind of we're we're celebrating Canada Day with uh, black armbands because uh, we have some trouble here in Canada. What's we going up. on? Uh, we messed up in the past, and it's starting to come out. It's starting to come out. Hmm. We do a little research here. Black armbands. Well, I mean, 
metaphorically, metaphorical black armbands. So uh, there was this, uh, this, these things called um, residential schools in Canada were basically for about a hundred years, we tried to indoctrinate uh, natives to uh, Christianity and they would go in and they would take kids away from their families, from their native families off the reserves and bring them into schools and try to teach them, you know, the way of God and all that. And there was abuse, there was sexual abuse, there was yeah. malnutrition, there was, so, and this has been going on for like, this went on for about a hundred years and for the last, like they closed the last school in 1997. 97. And, that's not, that yeah, long that's not ago. that long ago. I know. And, uh, you know, since then, you know, natives have been trying to like tell these stories and say like, look, this stuff has been happening and that, and it's kind of just fallen on deaf ears. And then finally they got this technology where they can look underneath the the ground and uh, see what's going on under there. And uh, they got, you know, someone to go in and look at, at one of these res- residential schools and they found uh, 215 kids buried mm. under this one, one school. And that was just the start. Since then, they found other residential schools found like 87 bodies, 97. One, at one of them, it was like, I, can't, I don't want to misquote the number, but it was a lot more than 215. And uh, <clears throat> there's going to be a lot more. There's 139 residential schools all across Canada. And Sarah and I were doing the math. And if you just figure out, if you just figure like if it averages out to like 200 kids or 300 kids at each one, that's like 30 or 40,000 kids. Yeah. And a lot of it is, you know, um, basically it was like malnutrition because they weren't funded right and they didn't feed them right. And uh, to bulk, you know, kids um, didn't survive, you know, a hundred years ago as well as they do today because of medicine and stuff like that. So these kids got tuberculosis or whatever, and they just wouldn't survive. And uh, they wouldn't bring the, you know, the, the kids back to the family or anything. They just buried them behind the school and let's forget about them kind of thing. Erase them from thing. Mm. It's not good. Not good. So, and then it becomes like a whole political thing. Like how dare you not celebrate Canada day? You're going to tell the people who fought in world war two that you're not celebrating Canada day. And it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to tell them that. I'm perfectly fine with telling them that. Uh, you know yeah. <laughs> so, I told. I think. I, I think. I think you asked me a while ago, like if uh, Canada has the same problems as the United States, and we've always been proud that we've never gone to war over <laughs> racism. You know, like we never went to fight for slavery. You know, we've kind of we weaned ourselves off of it. We should have cut it off like really quick, but we weaned ourselves off it fairly quick, more quick than the United States. Never went to war over it. So we got that, but we got, we got some problems too. You know, we were still white colonization, you know, we're still a colony, you know, that, so we got our problems too. But the good part, the good news is that Canadians are aware of it and the majority of us want to do something about it, you know? Mm. So that's the positive part, but. Yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm just proud of our audience. Nobody made the extremely tasteless joke that I thought was coming. But what what would be that tasteless joke? I got nothing. I don't know. Nope. I am uh, I'm pure. I have no uh, I got nothing. Uh, but um, speaking of uh, slavery, right there, yes. you brought up. Uh, it kind of leads into my next topic. <laughs> oh, great! Can't wait. <laughs> um, 
I can't believe I people are dropping off. We're down to three viewers now. What's going on? We had seven <laughs> oh, one, people here. We talk about slavery and everyone's gone. Once you said happy Canada Day, everybody's like, oh, <laughs> bailing on Canada Day is controversial now. It's the way of the world. Um, I teach a class about uh, U.S. culture. Um, and in that class, I show the movie Glory. And I, I thought it's extremely appropriate right now because of the whole Black Lives Matter movement, you know, gained a lot of steam recently. And a lot of the, the students, they're aware of it. But I, I basically use that movie as a way of explaining you know, some of the history of uh, slavery and all of the attempts to uh, fight for equality and civil rights and everything and how it's, you know, never quite getting there. Mm -hmm. But as I was watching it, I was towards the end of the film and I've seen the film a number of times. And I was like, it was getting to that scene and I was like, wow, all the emotions, all the feels are still coming. I was like, oh man, this is, this is great. And then I was thinking like, yeah, I've seen this movie so many times and it still gets me. And it, it triggered a little thought in that a couple of uh, weeks ago, I don't know what it was, somebody on Twitter posted a listing. It's not even somebody I follow. Somebody retweeted it. Name 10 movies that you've seen 10 times or something like that. And somebody listed a bunch of movies. Like, whatever. Okay. For some reason, it was stuck in my head. And uh, I was like, huh, I wonder, have I actually seen Glory 10 times? You know, and I know I've seen it a bunch. And then I started thinking, like, how many other movies have I actually seen 10 times? Because I know stuff from childhood. The original Ninja Turtles movie, I'm sure I've seen that way more than 10 times. Willow, I've seen way more than 10 times. But then it gets a little fuzzy. It's kind of hard for me to think, like, if I've seen a movie, like, five, six, seven times, that's kind of a lot. But it's not ten. No. Ten is like, a lot. Ten is a lot. Yeah, it's like, I, how many movies have I actually seen ten times? And I know, like, you can probably say you've seen Ghostbusters more Easily. than ten times. You and know? Three Amigos. Those would be the first two. Those have got to be the two movies I've seen more often than but can movie. can you actually think of like a long list that you can be certain how you've seen more than 10 times what did they say like 10 movies that you've seen 10 times i something like that but like i can't i can't even be sure that i'd be say like i could say five you know i i'm pretty sure i've seen christmas vacation 10 times because that's one that comes up every year kind of thing and then it would be right. on tv christmas story as well because it's, it's a, that I is mean, always on, yeah. right? And if you count bits and pieces, like I've seen, <clears throat> like maybe a majority of it or something like that. So, I don't know. Ten is a lot. Uh, yeah, and like, certainly, I, I, like it's only going to be a film that you watched, you know, at least twenty to thirty years ago. Like I, I yeah. imagine, within the past twenty years, there's probably no movie that you've seen more than five times. No. Yeah. No. No, because and I even like I started, you know, since I started keeping track of all my movies, like mid 2019, even those the major, most movies I've seen, I've seen like maybe a few twice. That was mm -hmm. it, you know. Yep. Um, and one of them is Christmas Vacation because there's been two Christmases in there. Mm -hmm. um, but they, yeah, they would have to be majority would have to be movies that I saw as a kid and we had on VHS as a kid and watched over and over. Mm -hmm. And I mean. That's only because we had a handful of movies. We didn't have the movie channel. And, you know, we just had, like, we watched whatever we had. Um, but 10 times is a lot. 10. It I does can... sound like, like, at first, 10 seems like, oh, sure, I've seen, I've seen a million movies 10 times. Like, right. Yeah. It's kind of a lot. Well, there's your homework. 
Think of some movies you've seen more than 10 times. Okay. Will do. Okay. Well, I uh, I guess to wrap it up, we can just talk about the Rush Hour movies. A little bit because oh I, I watched one through three. <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> I, <clears throat> well, I am a fan of Jackie Chan. And I have seen uh, I, I've, I've seen these movies before. <clears throat> I'm not a fan of Chris Tucker. Um, and on these rewatches, um, that all still holds true. I still like Jackie Chan. I'm not a big fan of uh, Chris Tucker. And I'll, so the first movie came out, what was it, 97. Second one came out in 2001. And the third one came out in 2007. And let me tell you, out of all three of those movies, the one that had jokes that aged the poorest is Rush Hour 3. <laughs> you know, like the first two were kind of a little bit tame. You know, there's kind of a little bit stuff here with, you know, some Asian culture and that, but it wasn't too bad. But that third movie was like misogyny. Um, everything was just out the window. It was just like racism. Racism's hilarious, you know, and it, it really kind of shed a light on how Brett Ratner uh, got in trouble later on because, man, if this was the stuff that he thought was funny, it's something else. But uh, at least the first two movies, they had a, a lot of uh, Jackie Chan's uh, stunts in them. He was uh, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And then he kind of, I don't know, for that third one, they kind of, I don't know if they thought he was too old or something like that or whatever. But Just cashing a paycheck. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, they kind of went like the CG route for the whole like last part of the movie. Like they're at the Eiffel Tower and it's all green screen stuff and that. There was no like real actual stunts whereas in the first two movies man he was like sliding down things and climbing up stuff and all this crazy stuff and it was really good and that third one was kind of yeah but, maybe he hurt his finger or something he couldn't do the stunts but you know they're only an hour and a half they're only 90 minutes and uh they were entertaining enough they had some okay jokes and really the best parts are when the movie ends and you got the those uh uh, the blooper bloopers, yeah. yeah. And you watch Jackie Chan try to do all this stuff and get hurt and stuff. Like, there's this one where he goes, uh, you know, like the the teller window at a at a casino where you put your chips under and then they yep. give you your cash back and that. There's one where he just jumps through that little. Really, <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Sarah and I just like stop like whoa, like he just right through that thing. So that, then, that's got to be a little bit larger than a normal size. I imagine so. I imagine it was doctored. But then they showed like the blooper of him trying to do it. And he like it took him like, I don't know, five or six times to get it right because he was getting stuck. And then he would hit the side and he wouldn't go through. He hit the top one time and bounced straight back. It was it was insane. My goodness. But those are entertaining, man. My uh, my history with the Rush Hour franchise is uh, not as extensive as yours. I don't know if I've seen the first one, um, you know, like bits and pieces. I don't know if I've seen the entire thing. I will admit that the the trailer for that, which had the do you understand the words oh, that are coming out of my mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to admit, that's a funny line. It worked well. <laughs> it was... And that that is probably what, was the cre- the spark that lit the other two movies uh, because that was such a memorable quote. Yeah. Uh, it, it probably gave that franchise a lot more life than it deserved. I don't know if I've seen the second one. I saw the third one on a plane and I remember watching it thinking, I haven't seen these movies. Why am I watching this? 
and it was so bad. The only thing I remember is at the end of the movie, it's like the two of them are stuck and like the villain has got him a gunpoint or something. And then like the taxi driver who was yeah. driving him around the whole movie. Spoiler alert. Just Spoiler shoots alert. the guy. Just, you know, random person commits murder. You know, it's just like I know. Guy shoots him. And then they, they dance the down the street. That's it. That, that's yeah, that movie. <laughs> the third one is a mess. So like that, like it, it was one of those things like. I, it was one of those things that happened in the first movie where they dance like that. Like he's like into this song war. And so Chris Tucker's trying to teach Jackie Chan how to dance. Oh, is that? Okay. Was, so, and then there's like, so then, and it's one of those things like, Hey, you remember that thing that you thought was funny in the first movie? Well, we're throwing it in at the end of three without any sort of context or anything like that. So you'd have to watch the first movie in order to get that thing. And it was, uh, it's just wedged in there and it's bad. No. And that like ending. Yeah. Like they just need it. Like, okay, we wrote ourselves into this corner while well, we'll just have this taxi cab guy, shoot him and get out. The Brett Ratner. The, the only reason I know his name is because he directed the third X-Men movie. Yeah. And that took such a nosedive. I was yep. like, who is responsible for this? Yeah. See, oh, Brian Singer left. This Brett Ratner guy came in. What did he do? Rush Hour? Oh, forget it. Well, I do recommend Rush Hour 1 and 2. Uh, it's like 90 minutes. Get in. Complete trash. Don't have to think about anything. You'll after watching the two, the they'll they'll blur together. You won't even remember what movie was what. It's just yeah. the same. It's okay. like the same, same thing. But the third one is complete garbage. And at least you got you get to see Jackie Chan do his things, which is which is quite fun. And Sarah was laughing at the Chris Tucker stuff. She thought it was hilarious. He was doing like this Michael Jackson stuff and all that. And she really dug it. But you know, it's not really my thing. Some movies you don't have to take too seriously. No. You just he drives, you know it's you know it's going to be trash. You just enjoy it. And he drives a really cool Corvette. It's like a, a 69 uh Stingray Corvette. Really sweet. I just rewatched Deep Blue Sea. I saw it when it came out in the theaters. Is that the one where the Nintendo 64 shark comes out and eats Samuel L. Jackson? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. I saw that in the theater and I'm like what is this? I saw it in the theater and yeah, I left thinking this was not a very good movie and it was on Netflix. And I was like, you know what? Let's see how it is. And it's garbage, but it's, it's not terrible garbage. It's a, it's a fast food meal. Yeah. Yeah. That's what rush hour is. That's perfect. Yeah. It's a happy meal. That's it. You're not, you're going to be hungry in an hour after, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> Chappelle show. I'm not putting that one up, Stephen. That is nasty. <laughs> All right, that is it for this one. Uh, I think I think food's ready, so I better go. Uh, don't forget to follow this podcast on Twitter. It's at retro underscore fandango. We're more consistent than STC Pod. When was the last time STC Pod put out an episode? Like what a month ago? What are you going to do to fill that that time? You're going to listen to us because. Mm-hmm. It's it's us or nothing. There's our new slogan right there. It's us or <laughs> nothing. You know, uh, Polykill is only a, a shell of its former self since Jake is gone. You only got half a Polykill. So you got half a Polykill. You got no STC pod. We're still here. 
You could listen to the Retro Nonsense podcast. They're pretty consistent. They're only once a month. Uh, that's uh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You got to wait they, a whole month. They do editing and sounds and intros and all that. It's, it ruins the flow. You want a natural flow like we got. We got natural flow. They prepare for their episodes. There you go. Camax Gaming. We're, we're winning by default <laughs> since 2020. <laughs> Boom. Uh, get a boner with Retro Fandango. If you want to talk to Boner, go over to our Discord channel because that's where Boner is. That's where he leaves all of his comments over there on our Discord channel. It actually was happening the last two weeks. I think we got three or four comments over there. Cool. I get the alerts on my phone and then I forget to go and look at them after. So apologies for not responding, but I see that there was some activity there. So that was nice. Nice to see. Well, you've been busy. You're, you're painting your bathroom with water. Yeah. It was it was still paint. It was just clear paint. <laughs> uh, okay, that's it. Nothing else. We got nothing else. No. Thanks to everybody who came out. I'm pretty sure it's just Steven here now. But well, we had Rocket Sauce. We, we had, Rocket had Dean. Sauce. Dean. We had Duke. Duke. Kyle. We had Retro Brew. Retro Brew. Who... You know, I asked the question about Deep Purple. I got nothing for you. I'm sorry. Uh, I like Deep Purple. I got Machine Head and um, Perfect Toku Strangers. Joe was here. Toku Joe came in and and Sarah had a comment too. Yeah. About the paint, the clear paint. So there you go. Kyle. Did you mention Kyle? I got oh. Kyle. All right. All right. Thanks, guys, for watching and listening. We'll see you in two weeks. Meow.